Good morning. My name is Stephen Capaldo. It is Wednesday, the 22nd of September, 2021. Thank you for joining us. Um, today, uh, I'll be continuing to uh, read from Peter and talk about some th things that, uh, that that come up from that. And uh, um, we'll see how that goes. And I, I don't mind taking on the controversial subjects, such as, Likewise, wives, be submitted to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the message by the wives' conduct, without a word they may be won over as they observe your pure, reverent conduct. Don't let your beauty be external, braiding the hair and wearing gold jewelry or fine clothes. Instead, let it be in the hidden person of the heart, with the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. So uh, the be submitted to your husbands, it's, it's a mutual submission. You're going to see that later in the passage, that you, you uh, love and respect one another in, in mutual submission. In other words, you have divine masculine, divine feminine in, in balance, and uh, you have, uh, you're equal before God, and you do, you do different things. You do different things. And you know, the, the men are always mm -hmm. saying, well, mm -hmm. we lead, we lead. And, and, okay, you want to lead, well, draw on wisdom. Draw on wisdom, which is the divine feminine. Draw on that and use that to create something from nothing, and then that will be true leadership in Christ. That's that's leadership. Um, and this is really what's being described here is kind of old earth marriage, and you know the, we're going to have a new earth where there really isn't marriage in that same way. You, you might have. Uh, 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 what's called a twin soul or a twin flame. That's something else that you can study in creation science. Uh, that might be, or your brothers and sisters in, in Christ, on, uh, in, in, the, in one in the mind of Christ on, on the new earth. That's, that's eventually after the period of chaos. And uh, it looks pretty clear that we're in the period of chaos right now. But uh, people need to study and, uh, and, and wake up to what's going on and, and figure out what's what what really truth is and, and and what your calling is and what your mission is you know it's not uh, um, it's it's to get prepared to be regenerated and renewed in the mind of Christ uh, to know who you are in Him uh, that's really what you want to do and that's it's and it's you you don't, you, you want to be able to, to to rise up to the higher spiritual levels you know you don't want to get stuck in a spiritual level where you're not, you're not regenerated. And, and then you have, uh, you know, then you have, uh, you know, some, maybe some unpleasant surprises, uh, you know, some, some accountability for that. And, uh, you know, you don't, you don't want to do that. You, you have, you have a chance to uh, believe in Jesus Christ. You have a chance to be regenerated, reborn, renewed, and renewed in the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is very important. Uh, it's not about saying a sinner's prayer. It's about believing every day and having the mind of, of Christ and learning truth and uh, being in love, being in, in light, operating in those principles and, and to be upright, to have the, 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 the righteousness of Christ that he wants for all of us. The, the purity, we're going to talk about fire later, fire will come up, you know, it's, it's fire burns off impurities and refines into purity, right? And uh, it says, you know, don't, don't let beauty be external, nothing against the external, but really the beauty is on the inside, knowing who you are on the inside, knowing what you have inside you, right? I mean, you're, you're uh, made as an extension of the Creator, right? For this is the way the holy women who put their hope in God used to beautify themselves long ago, being submitted to their own husbands, just as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. Well, the, 
you know, this is really the this is really the the, the old Earth marriage. I mean, I don't uh, I don't think that it's a sign of respect if you if a, if a wife calls her husband Lord. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's a, that that doesn't mean necessarily that you respect someone to show honor and to show love and to be have integrity these are the ways that you show respect right uh, but really it's uh, both uh, there's no i mean the the it, ha it has to be a mutual submission it has to be mutual submission and love and respect and it's later on in the passage it makes that clear for this is the way the holy women with their hope in god used to beautify themselves calling uh, you you've become her daughters by doing what is good and not fearing intimidation, doing what is good, upright, righteous, integrity. In the same way, husbands live with your wives in an understanding way, mutual honor and respect, right? Though they are weaker partners, is what it says, they're physically usually less strong, that's historically the case. Honor them as equal heirs of the grace of life, equal, right? In this way, your prayers will not be hindered. And finally, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, tender-hearted, humble-minded. Uh, humility is a problem. Our pride gets in the way. We get embarrassed by a lot of things. But uh, we need to humble ourselves sometimes uh, when it isn't, it isn't what we want to do. Uh, but it's necessary to move forward in life. And if you don't humble yourself uh, before the Most High, if you don't humble yourself before truth, if you don't seek truth, if you don't seek light and, and love, you, you, don't, you don't advance. You don't advance in your calling. Uh, and what is not of God is of rebellion against God, right? What is not of God? So there's really only God, you know, going for the Most High, going for, going for the Almighty, you know, the, the Almighty Creator, following the way, the way, Logos, to the Almighty Creator. Uh, that's what we're called to do. The rest, if you don't do that, then you're in some form of rebellion against God. And you can, this rebellion is expressed in different ways and there are different vocabulary words for it, you know, devil and evil and Lucifer and Satan and all that. But really, this is all false reality. This is not true reality as I've taught many times. Do not repay evil for evil or insult for insult. That's a hard one. But give a blessing instead. It is for this reason you were called, so that you might inherit a blessing. So you want to be a blessing, and then you receive blessings. You don't, you don't act like a blessing to get a blessing. The question of intent, what do you intend? Is your intent, is your intent the godly intent, or is it some other intent? Are you intending something for yourself, or are you intending something uh, good, you know, directed at someone else? Uh, is your intent to, to help, to be of service, to love, and all that, that type of thing? Or is the intent basically, what's in it for me? And a lot of the intent that you see is what's in it for me. Um, and that's really not the way to the kingdom, right? I mean, that's really not, not to, to be fully operative in the kingdom and really be ascending into the higher spiritual realms. That's not, not the way. That's not the way to be. That's not the way to behave. For the one who loves life, wanting to see good days, must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. He must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek shalom, harmony, and pursue it. Uh, must keep his tongue from evil, see, and his lips from speaking deceit. So the, the tongue is our biggest enemy of all of us. Um, you know, thoughts become words, words become actions. And if the, if the tongue is always wagging in a negative way, you know, is, uh, uh, it, it really, it's, it's, it's not, it's not possible to advance spiritually. It's just not possible to grow. It's, uh, 
the, the tongue can be just just such an insidious, such a such such a a horrible weapon, you know, against other people, but ultimately against yourself, because you know if you loved yourself, you wouldn't speak hateful words to other people. Uh, so that's really the first thing is you have to love yourself and forgive yourself as Christ loved and forgave you, right? I mean, so this is really the, this is really the key: forgive yourself, and then maybe you won't have all this hateful speech, right? I mean, uh, but. Uh, but still, we see a lot of that, and uh, it's it's very painful. It's very painful to the individuals against whom it's aimed. You know, it it's it crushes their spirit. You know, it just it, it hurts them. It depresses them, and it doesn't do it doesn't really do any good for the person who says those things, right? I mean, that 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 person eventually we're all held to account. You know, there's some kind there's some kind of accountability when you behave that way. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears open to their prayer, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Those who are in rebellion to God. That's basically, think of it as, as you know, you're either for God or you're for rebellion against God. You're rebelling against God. If you're not seeking uh, the Almighty, seeking the Most High, seeking truth, then you are in rebellion. Who is going to harm you if you're eager to do good? Uh, well, some people will try. But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Suffering for what is right and suffering for what is wrong, this is two different things. I mean, if you if you do something wrong and then you pay the price, you're held accountable for it, that doesn't really advance you spiritually. But if you suffer for trying to do good or not having done anything wrong, then you know that will be a blessing to you eventually. Instead, sanctify Messiah as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give an answer to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet with humility and reverence, keeping a clear conscience so that whatever you are accused of, those who abuse you for your good conduct in uh, Christ may be put to shame. Um, always ready to give an answer. Now, uh, people talk a lot about spreading the good news, spreading the gospel of uh, Jesus Christ, that he, he uh, died and rose for us, uh, you know, in our sins. He did... Uh, that uh, he did, he did indeed, he did that. Um, so we really need to be able to give an account for uh, believing what we believe. We believe in him uh, and we have hope that he loves us and he's forgiven us. Then we need to show that in the way that we behave so that people want to know, you know, why do you have the hope in you? People are not going to ask you why you have a certain amount of hope if they don't see something in your life, if they don't see blessings or, or you know, you're bearing fruit, maybe you can, you can uh, spiritual fruit, if you want to put it that way, people will ask you, you know, what is it that you have? And then you give an account for the hope. But if you say you believe in Christ and you just are a grump all the time and you, they don't, people don't see any hope in you, then you can't give an account for the hope because they don't see they don't see that you have anything, right? I mean, that's uh, that's the thing. So spreading the good news, it isn't just trying to beat people over the head or shame them or frighten them or intimidate them into believing something or saying a sinner's prayer. That's not it. It's you show by the fruit of your life, you show by what you're doing in life and how you treat people, how you behave, that there is something, you have something, something in you. Or you've recognized something in you and now you live in that. You know, something is renewed, restored, regenerated in you, right? And that's God. So then maybe if someone sees that, they're going to ask you. And then you have to be ready to give an account for the hope that is you. 
hope that is in you. And, and you know, how can you do that? Well, what do you believe about God? You believe there's a God. And then what do you, what do you believe about Christ? You believe uh, in Jesus Christ. And what do you believe? And this, this type of thing. But it, it has to be done by steps. You know, I was listening to something the other day that first, there's, there's no point talking to someone about Christ if the person doesn't believe in God, doesn't believe in, in the Almighty, in the Most High, in the Creator, in the Father. If you don't believe that, then, uh, you know, it's, there's no, you're not really going to be able to go to the next step. So just by steps and just, you know, try to be a friend to someone, try to love someone, try to, try to show compassion for someone as much, as much as you can. Not to be taken advantage of, you know, when you're taken advantage of, you have to know, you have to uh, know that and have discernment for that and withdraw yourself from that situation. You have to. But uh, general, the general rule is you show compassion and, uh, and mercy and love and then that. Uh, Maybe somebody will want to know more about how it is that you can show that. And especially in the times in which we live, uh, you know, these, these, these times are chaotic. These are, these are really very, very bad times uh, on earth. But, but uh, still, uh, we know that new earth is coming. This is old earth going through the final stages, the final chaos, the big battles and all this stuff that's going on. Uh, but eventually we get a new earth. A new earth is birthed by you know, the people who are ready for it. But, you know, in any uh, process of creating something new, you know, there's going to be casualties. And, you know, there is, there are a lot of people who, who are going to die. You know, that's, uh, that's it. I mean, these are very chaotic uh, times. Look at the things that are going on. Look at the weather phenomena going on right now. Look at all this vaccination stuff that's going on right now. I mean, there's a, you know, a lot of people are dying and a lot, of, a lot more people will die. So, it depends how they're going to die, too. I mean, are they, are they going to die in wretched circumstances? Are they going to die uh, die at least with, you know, with uh, some renewal of the mind in Christ, you know, regeneration, reborn of the Spirit? How are they going to die, right? Who is going to harm you if you're eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you're blessed. Do not be afraid or worry about their threats. Worry, see, worry, we're not supposed to worry. We all worry sometimes, but worry is considered rebellion against God. That's considered sin, right? That's worry. Worrying is not what God wants you to do. Instead, sanctify Messiah's Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give an answer to anyone who asks you a reason for the hope that's in you, yet with humility and reverence, keeping a clear conscience so that whatever you're accused of, those who abuse you for your good conduct in Christ may be put to shame, for it's better to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Suffer for doing good if it is God's will than for doing evil. For Christ once suffered for sins also, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Ruach, the Spirit, right? So uh, he died and rose for us, you know, to say, look, it's the, the, the debt's paid, I'll pick up the tab. If you keep rebelling against me, look, that's on you, you're responsible for that. But if you, if you come to me, you know, the, t the tab is paid, right? It's, it's paid. Uh, you keep rebelling against me, well, I'll still try to reach you, I'll still love you, but I can't cover your rebellion. I can't cover your, your sin. I mean, if you're going to keep doing it, it's the, the tab will be paid. But if you, if you recognize that, and if you say, oh yeah, okay, well, all right, I have to turn away from what I've been doing, turn away from my rebellion.
through the Spirit, he also went and preached to the spirits in prison. Long ago they disobeyed while God kept waiting patiently in the days of Noah as the ark was being built. In that ark, a few, that is, eight souls, were brought safely through water. Corresponding to that, immersion now brings you to safety, not the removal of dirt from the flesh, but a pledge to God of a good conscience through the resurrection of Messiah Yeshua, through baptism. Baptism, uh, water is water baptism, and baptism of the Spirit. He has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, ascension, with angels and authorities and powers subjected to him. So actually, I will stop there, and I will read Psalm 91, Psalm of Protection, and we'll close there. He who dwells in the shelter of the Almighty will abide in the shadow of the Lord. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will rescue you from the hunter's trap and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge, his faithfulness, his body armor and shield. You will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the plague that stalks in darkness, nor the scourge that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the wicked paid back. For you have made the Lord your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, so no evil will befall you, nor any plague come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge over you, to guard you in all your ways. Upon their hands they will lift you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and cobra, trample the young lion and serpent. Because he has devoted his love to me, I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high, because he knows my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, rescue him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we can be heard on audio by uh, going to anchor.fm or any uh, podcast links that you may have that are connected to, to Anchor. And then in a couple of days, you have the, the YouTube video uh, under the channel The Interpreter. So uh, if the messages say something to you, uh, please join us and we... Uh, we were a little later in coming back with this message, you know, compared to, you know, when we did the last message, you know, just dealing with, just dealing with life, things come up, things happen, and you have to deal with them. So uh, we've done this message today, and we try to do about one message a week. This is message number 89 from when we first started, which was in March uh, of 2020, just after the national emergency was declared in the U.S., which was declared on my birthday. Uh, we did the first... Uh, the first podcast, I think it was March 26th, uh, 2020, and uh, today is number 89. So by the end of the year, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get up to 100. We should be able to get up to 100, depending on the regularity of the, of the, uh, the podcast, of how we can do it. So thank you very much. Uh, thank you for watching and listening, and bye for now.